This message comes from Capital One. Your business faces unique challenges and opportunities. That's why Capital One offers a comprehensive suite of financial services backed by the strength of a top 10 commercial bank. Visit CapitalOne.com slash commercial. Member FDIC. Live from NPR News, I'm Lakshmi Singh. A Georgia court is hearing testimony this hour before deciding whether Fulton County D.A. Fonnie Willis should be removed from prosecuting a racketeering case against former President Donald Trump and others. Credibility is at the heart of this hearing into whether Willis misrepresented a relationship she had with a prosecutor she hired to lead the case. Earlier today, the court heard testimony from Willis's former friend, Robin Brian Yurti, who testifies Willis's relationship with Nathan Wade began much earlier than the DA had claimed. Did you observe them do things that are uh, common among people having a romantic relationship? Yes. Such as, can you give us an example? Hugging, kissing, disaffection. All, of, all before November 1st of 2021, correct? Yes. The outcome of this hearing could jeopardize Georgia's election interference case against Trump and others. Vice President Kamala Harris is in Munich for a series of high-level meetings with foreign leaders this week. Her trip comes as the White House attempts to draw a contrast on foreign policy between President Biden and former President Trump. Here's NPR's Asma Khalid. The vice president intends to underscore the importance of U.S. leadership and alliances, but she faces a daunting task to convince European leaders that America remains a dependable ally, despite some evidence to the contrary. Republican leaders in the House of Representatives have all but nixed billions of dollars of aid Ukraine needs to continue its fight against Moscow's invasion. Ukraine's president, Volodymyr Zelensky, is among the leaders the vice president will meet with while she's in Munich. The Biden administration has insisted it'll back Ukraine for as long as it takes, but it's not clear how it can do that without help from Congress. Asma Khalid, NPR News, Munich. A new study finds medication abortion is safe even when prescribed through telemedicine. NPR's Selena Simmons-Deffen says the report comes weeks before a case challenging the safety of medication abortion is argued before the Supreme Court. The study analyzed more than 6,000 patients' electronic medical records. Some patients talked to a healthcare provider over video. Others used a secure chat platform. If they were eligible, they received abortion medications via mail-order pharmacy. Lead author Ushma Upadhyay from UCSF says the study found medication abortion prescribed virtually was effective and safe. Overall, we saw 0.25 percent of patients experienced a serious adverse event. The Supreme Court will hear arguments in a case challenging access to mifepristone, the abortion pill, on March 26th. The decision could affect access to medication abortion nationwide. Selena Simmons-Duffin, NPR News. The Dow is up 282 points. You're listening to NPR News. Venezuelan President Nicolas Maduro is ordering the United Nations Local Office on Human Rights to cease operations. It has given the U.N. staff 72 hours to leave. Maduro's authoritarian government is accused of cracking down on political dissent ahead of elections expected later this year. Authorities recently arrested a human rights attorney on charges she was linked to a plot to assassinate Maduro. The White House had said it was deeply disturbed by reports surrounding the detention of Rocio San Miguel, a prominent critic of the Maduro government. 
Some of formerly incarcerated people are unable to find stable employment in their first year after release in the U.S., but a Syracuse nonprofit is looking to change that. Eva Pukach of Memorization WRVO reports a group is teaching former inmates how to be line cooks. The Center for Community Alternatives program teaches people like Lorenz Coker-Hawkins the ins and outs of working in a kitchen. When you're a felon, you don't, know, you don't really know your opportunities or what, what's out there. The program offers training in food management and provides a stipend and bus pass at the end of every week. Chef Joseph Balecki says the ultimate goal is to get participants into full-time jobs. Recidivism, uh, 50% of people are likely to go back within five years. You can cut that in half with a full-time job. But even equipped with skills, there are other barriers to employment like transportation. In Syracuse, some buses stop running before a kitchen staff can head home for the night. For NPR News, I'm Ava Pukach in Syracuse, New York. It's NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor Allianz Travel Insurance. Don't get caught without emergency medical coverage on an international trip. Learn how Allianz Travel Insurance can protect your trip from the unexpected at AllianzTravelInsurance.com. 